Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Look at you, insect, listening to the lore boys. I am your creator, Peter O'Donoghue, and I have laid down in the biomass of the many with... Ethan Palmer, insect. Uh, it's me, I'm an insect. James Miller, incel... Insect, insect. Incel. Incel. Um, this episode's, uh, this episode's week. Good God, I just forgot how to speak. <laughs> this week's episode was requested by patron Saucy, uh, and backed up by many anonymous users, uh, over on our Discord channel. Uh, we have, like, a lore request Google Doc, uh, pinned to the lore request channel on Discord. Um, and if you show up, you can, I don't know, use our spreadsheet, which sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it had been upvoted, like, half a dozen times, so this is, uh, this is the, the ultimate combo request of patron and normal people. Yeah. Um, and if go. you want to uh, get in on some of that action, go to loreboys.com slash about <laughs> and find out more. And what do we talk about this week? This week, we're talking about System Shock. System Shocker. Yeah. I like how you system. said patrons and normal people, because all of our patrons are not normal people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it, yeah, if... Yeah, others. Yeah, I know it's... <laughs> the <there's> outsiders. Like, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but it, there is a, there's limits to doctor-patient... Uh, confidentiality, and I think if your therapist found out you were paying for lore boys, they would have to call the police. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's yeah. You get institutionalized right away. So. Yeah. 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 Where um, I don't know what would, what would how would they how would they treat you for something like that? Uh, I assume they'd strap you down to a bed. Uh, probably um, wax in the ears, like just like fill your ears with wax so you couldn't possibly hear our voices. I have been told by some listeners that. When they stop listening to the podcast, it's like they can still hear it, you know, like uh, <laughs> kind of a voice repeating in their head. I thought oh, like okay, it was yeah. like a Ferris Bueller situation where they had to like listen to all the podcasts backwards to get it out of their head or something like that. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, to rever- like reversing the mileage on that the, on the, the yeah. friend's car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, however you want to do it, don't tell your doctor. Um, regardless, um, I suppose I'll start with uh, Jamie. Uh, are you familiar at all with System Shock? Is that the superhero that flies around on a garbage pail lid and uses electricity? That was Static Shock. Okay. Then no. Yeah. Then no. That was a good guess, though. I think yeah, yeah good pretty guess. good. I think he flies around on a manhole cover. Oh, is it a manhole cover? Okay. I think. I've. Uh, that's one of the few, like, Saturday morning cartoons I've actually seen from the 90s. Both would work. Have cable. Right? Both static would work. Both made shock. out of metal. So. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. My experience with System Shocker is it's two in the pink, one in the system, right? That's yes. how it works? Yeah. <laughs> and yes, I am I am pretty... I've never done it or seen it done or had it done to me, but uh, I've, I've heard stories. I guess. You don't... Um, 
you don't have the proper anatomy. Uh, you you you've got the you've got the one in the system, but you you're severely lacking in the pink. <laughs> yeah, I'm lacking in pink. I've yeah. I've always I've always had a pink deficiency. Ethan, no pinks, Palmer. That's what yeah. they call them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally have finished System Shock two like three or four times, uh, and I've attempted to play the first System Shock a couple of times. Uh, it's too fucking old. Um, System Shock like predates Mouse Look. It's one of those games, those okay. PC games where it's like the screen. Your PC screen is like a screen within a control panel of screens. Like you don't have an inventory menu. It's like always on screen. It's always yeah. there. Yeah. It's like it's like a windshield basically with like a dashboard oh. uh, that lets you view your fucked up old video game from 1994 or whatever. Yeah. Heretic um, was similar to that. Like you always had everything on the screen. Yeah. It's got a lot of Heretic and Ultimate DNA in it uh, because a lot of the same people worked on these games. Uh, nice. It is an old, old game from like early PC days. Um, there are, there is an enhanced version of System Shock, um, on GOG, as far as I know. I don't know if it's on Steam. It is on um, Steam. I'm looking at it right now. That does have actually. multi, that does have mouse look. So it does function like a regular FPS, but it is just a little too janky and a little too confusing for me. I'm just like too stupid to play that level of PC game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder if Games like in that. the past were hard, right? So. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that program that I was using to fix Hexen would work on, on System Shock, <laughs> probably there's a lot of mods yeah um i had to play uh system shock 2 originally uh legitimately in quotes back in 2012 because the game was not for sale um for several years between coming out and then being re-released on gog and on steam um the uh legitimate in quotes copy uh would crash constantly because it was not optimized for multi-core cpus so even at the time when i had like a pentium 4 quad core pc from 2008 Damn. that computer was too powerful and <laughs> i like i would have to quick save like every 15 minutes because there yeah. would be some kind of leak within the program and it would yeah. just crash immediately that happens yeah exactly happens um games. there is a remake of system shock being made by night dive studios uh this has been in the works for a very long time uh there was like a promising demo that came out on gog uh, earlier this year, uh, they dropped the demo in like July 2021, uh, and they said that the game would be out later that year. Um, but it's like the middle of November at this point, and there's no date, so I don't think it's. I frankly yeah. don't think the game is ever fucking coming out. If I'm going to be perfectly honest. Um, so I googled it, and like what it looks like was a like a shooter with like kind of sci-fi vibes. Uh, is it that? Yeah. Yes, uh, okay. the, the I, I'm going to get into that, uh, okay. I, or I guess we'll just go from now. Uh, the System Shock games are uh, first-person sci-fi RPGs with horror elements, uh, oh, very RPG. similar to, to Deus Ex. Uh, you have a character sheet, uh, you level up with nanites that you get uh, as mission rewards or find in the world. Cool. Or in the world. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, System Shock 2 is fucking incredible. It's fantastic. It's a little janky and old, but it's totally worth playing. RPG character um, sheet has me way more on board than what I just saw from the screenshot of like a, <laughs> of a techno gun or whatever. I'm like, okay, like RPG screen and like character progression. I can definitely get behind that. Yeah, there's a bunch of different skills that are uh, like locked to different weapons. So you have like a gun skill, an unarmed skill, a, a, a psionic skill, which is like the superpowers that you can get, which is like their techno powers, really. Like yeah. a, c- cybernetic implants. And whatnot. Uh, so yeah, you have a character sheet and all that's associated to different things. Cool. There is a problem with System Shock 2 that I luckily did not end up with, but there 
are like certain skills that are required to progress through the game. So if you don't level up certain ones, it'll just lock you out of the ending. What? Wow. Because, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Now we have requirement guidelines to make sure that that never happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, did somebody not invest in swimming? <laughs> and yeah, yeah. now that the, swimming's a fucking skill in Deus Ex, and I don't know what it's for. Yeah. Um, Did you not learn how to walk? It's just a guy with a gun laying on the ground. Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's like shuffling forward with his forearms. I put all my points into charisma, just like lying as like a, a spindly little puddle on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> a very charismatic puddle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, he, Great he gets all the chicks. He can yeah. talk his way under a door frame. Yeah. He'd have a great smile if he had the the strength it took to move the whatever six muscles it takes to smile. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or fifty two to frown or whatever. Yeah. whatever it is. Like so weak, he can't even smile. He's so unfit. <laughs> yeah. That's a re- that's a that's a pro gamer move right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> too in, too too malnourished and enfeebled to grin. Yeah, yeah. a real yeah. insult to move. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you can type slash smile, you're fine. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Um, Night Dive also want to remake uh, System Shock 2, like remaster System Shock 2, and make a System Shock 3, but like considering the remake of System Shock 1 has been in development since 2015, and <laughs> is not coming out this fucking year, we will be long dead before we that. see a Night Dive System Shock 3. I mean, okay. If they, if they do a really good job, and it sells well, then they can hire more people to work on it with them, right? On that Tuesday. is fair, and yes. It goes faster and faster. It's a, It sounds, just knowing nothing about it, never, having never heard of Night Dive, um, don't knowing what they're, not knowing what their dev team's like, I'm gonna guess it's like three guys working on it, you know? <laughs> I think it's like ten or something okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. That's a decently sized dev team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. But 2015, that's a long time to not have a game out yet. Like, I feel... Yeah, to not remade my... a game that already exists. It's not like they had to <laughs> think up an idea for a game. Like, yeah. System Shock came out in 1994. Damn, dude. Number of employees, 10. Good call, Peter. I probably saw it yesterday. That's 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 a false <laughs> memory. <laughs> <laughs> I was re-listening to a Snake episode, Pete, and you knew so much about Nokia and Snake, like, just out of nowhere. You knew, like, almost to the million dollars how much everyone had sold of Nokia phones. Of like, <laughs> and like, you had such a weird memory that you're like, I must have fell asleep to a YouTube been lucky. Video. Yeah, uh, it, exactly. It was like four questions. Like, that was a really good episode. If you guys haven't listened to it in a while, listeners, it's worth a listen to the Snake <laughs> yeah. episode. But yeah. Pete Maybe Dara was fascinated with it and whispered into my ears while I was sleeping one day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Dara, a um, uh, known Nokia stan. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the first game was originally developed by Looking Glass Studios. Uh, they're okay. famous for other dope shit, like I said, Ultima. Uh, for me, more importantly, Thief. Uh, I love okay. Thief the Dark Project and love Thief 2, though I have never finished the third game. Um, uh, and the second was developed in collaboration with Irrational Games, uh, the studio that would eventually be responsible for Bioshock. Right. Okay. Um, Another series it- you're a big fan of? I am. Yeah. Um, but Irrational was founded by ex-looking glass employees, so the two games like have the same mommy and daddy. Yeah, Did one yeah. of them make prey eventually. Yeah. Um, you complete the trifecta. Yeah, actually, I think so. Um, at least some people left. Maybe they left Ion Storm. I think no, the Deus Ex guys did prey. Nice. Like Ion Storm disseminated out into into Arcane, which have like. Much like Ion Storm, they had like a good Ion Storm and a shitty Ion Storm. Um, 
Arcane has that now too. They've got shitty Arcane in France that made like Dishonored Two and Deathloop, uh-huh. um, and then they have good Arcane, which has only made Prey and is making like weird stuff now. So. Oh, right. and it's That's a show on Netflix about the League of Legends, right? The League Arcane, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, oh yeah, like you said it was good, eh? I watched the first three. The second three are out as of recording. Uh, haven't taken the time this weekend to watch them, but the first three were quite good. Yeah. I'd recommend. They the animate. art style is gorgeous. Yeah. So the art style is so cool. It's kind of like this for anybody who hasn't seen it. This is kind of like matte finish, I guess, like a like a very flat colors. Um, but looks super good. But I was so impressed by. I thought the animation wouldn't be as smooth as it was, like with that art style. Um, but it is so smooth. Like it, it is just so incredibly like pleasant to look at like everything yeah. that happens do, do you um, have to be like a diehard legal legends or whatever no not at all oh, not at all okay no there's like there's like a couple of moments like there's there's plenty of moments where i watching the show knowing all the characters all the champions in league of legends can say like oh like that that's that person you know like that's in that's interesting that okay. they included this person you know um that said like it it serves nothing for the actual story of the show uh, there's there like there's a no when the bad guy's running away from the good guy and he like burns his flash too early by accident or something yeah, like yeah, that. Exactly. He, he tries to flash over a wall, doesn't make it. Yeah. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting in a bush somewhere and accidentally uses his five minute cooldown just yeah. like because he tried he was thought he was typing, but the, the chat window wasn't open, you know. Yeah, like, there's someone in the episode of some guy on cooldown in the grass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some angry kid saying kill yourself in game yeah. in the background. Typical League of Legends experience. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh. <laughs> okay, Peter, what's a System Shock? Yeah. What so is it? System Shock Two, a couple, a little bit more pieces of real trivia. Uh, this is really funny, and I only made the connection after having played both games as an adult. Uh, System Shock Two uses the same game engine as Thief, uh, okay. which is why some of the enemies hold their guns vertically out in front of them because uh, they're <laughs> reskinned guys who used to be holding swords. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Amazing. I like yeah. that a lot. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of guys holding, like, walking around looking for you like this with his, their arm up at, like, an angle next to their body, yeah. holding a shotgun 45 degrees o- above, above their, their head. head. <laughs> it's because it, it used to be a guy looking for a thief in Thief, basically. Yeah, so yeah. It's, like the, it's like the the careful looking around in the dark with your sword out in front of you, but now it's yeah, a yeah. shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, well, sir. Now that we've gotten to that point, uh, we can now move into the distant future of 2031 uh, okay. when the Hayes-Bishop bill is signed into law. Um, I like the fact that a lot of this um, speculative fiction um, probably would last two, three days in like a news cycle now. <laughs> That's right. The most horrifying thing imaginable. Like just yeah. like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But we got over it because worse things were happening. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 we've we we yeah. It's like the basically with this one in 2031, the Hayes Bishop Bill uh, was signed into law. Uh, it allowed corporations to form governments if they employed more than two thirds of a given population. So Amazon, Amazon, Amazon in a yeah, lot yeah. of places, <laughs> yeah. southern states. The where, Amazon like, Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. It's just like, um, fucking. Like, it, it. It. This would be in our Twitter news cycle now for maybe forty hours. Yeah. Right. Um, and There'd then people so upset about it, you'd you'd hear people clamoring, and then no politician would say anything, and then the news would stop talking about it, and then just you'd go to parties, and and you'd bring it up, and everyone would be like, "Yeah, that sucks. I can't believe that." And that that'd be it. That'd be the extent yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, and this this being written back in the 90s was like probably a terrifying idea or like <laughs> right. or just like something super crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, by so this is in the this is in 2031. Uh, this kind of proceeds, like obviously unabated until 2059, where then finally the West TM only had like a few token governments left over, and the United States had been mostly replaced by the Trioptimum Corporation. Okay. All right. Yeah. They sound like um, you guys. Yeah, they're going to be our legitimate business LLC for the rest of the story. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, real, real, real good dudes. Very. I, I, I guess if you own your own country as a company, you could just be. If you ever have like a worker shortage, you just like pass a law that's like we can we can draft your children <laughs> into yeah into, into our factories, right? Like. Yeah, they they had like a military style draft to get children to work through lunch while they, yeah, while yeah. they were obligated <laughs> to feed their parents. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh, it, it's like obviously like pissing in jar breaks became unpopular with the general populace so you had specific shifts drafted like children drafted into specific ships while they would they would work while the adults went pee yeah okay yeah. Yeah. and the, the beautiful thing the beautiful thing about them was uh because they were so young you could just teach them rather than use the potty just use the jar right so yeah. you start you start them young and then they never complain about it in 40 years when they're grown up yeah there's like uh you know those like little those little potty training toys that were like the little plastic the little plastic toilet seat but now you've got like a baby blue plastic mason jar it's like your training toilet now <laughs> yeah you have to be, yeah you, you have to really have good relationship with the jar you know you don't want them to have a weird relationship with it they'll just mess nope. them up forever and yeah, yeah, exactly. encourage them a lot when they use the jar and yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely See, it's okay to use the jar in front of your colleagues cuz they all use the same jar yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the some people who are a little more shy use like the like tinted glass, but like the people who are yeah. like proud showers, they use just like the see through. Want like see what's <laughs> going on in there? Yeah. You you know you've crossed a threshold in your relationship when you can like leave the door open when you pee in a jar in front of your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> living, of course, living in your pod. In 2061, uh, Trioptima purchased the L6 orbit uh, point around Saturn, uh, which I did Google, uh, and I don't understand uh, at all. Uh, L-, L points are like called Lagrange points, and they seemingly seem to be some kind of like physics equation involving ZZ Top and several <laughs> celestial bodies, um, whose individual gravitational pulls destabilize the orbit of other things in space. Oh, it's um, ZZ equals MC squared. That's it. Yes. Ah, it's, sorry, it's it's T bracket OP, close bracket, and the, an X cubed on top of that right. as the as the exponent. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you want to pull up the Wikipedia page. I, to me, it was I, I know, complete this is, nonsense to this me. Is, this is some physics shit, dude. It's also like there's only five Lagrange points. Yeah, so. I don't understand. The they the triop tri- bought the L six L point uh, around Saturn. Um, and you just bought a house, and that paperwork was probably a bitch. I don't know what buying a gravitational point in space would be like, or what yeah. kind of lawyers <laughs> trioptimum has that would be willing to do that. Right, the litigious bunch. Oh yeah. Um, in twenty sixty two, they began to build Citadel Station, uh, which is the setting for the first game. Um, a helpful and trustworthy AI was installed on the station to assist in managing day-to-day functions. Um, this system was the Sentient Hyper-Optimized Data Access Network, or SHODAN. Um, and I'm not sure if that's an acronym or a new term I learned recently, which is a backronym, which is one of my favorite things. It's like, uh, 
you you and I have talked about this, Ethan, where it's just like, yeah, and you just want like some part of the government to be called Aries and you have to work backwards and work figure backwards. out what that's supposed yeah, to yeah. mean. <laughs> that's a that's a backronym is where you okay. want you have your cool name for something and then you have to you work want it to backwards stand for to make something. that yeah, exactly so yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Shodan was the latter or the former, but regardless, um I just wanted to toss in some geeky trivia about writing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it's like What's a good like a good example of a backronym? A dare the dare program for the drugs thing maybe I don't know drug, uh, drug abuse resistance education that might have been one. <laughs> no, I have a T-shirt that has uh, that has love on it, which is leave out violence, which is definitely a backronym because that's yeah. leave out vile ants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or leave out violent violink e violink e exactly. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of cheating, isn't it? Yeah, so love is definitely a backward. Why not make it like leave out violence, eh? Or (laughs) (laughs) violence everywhere. Everywhere? Yeah. yeah. Leave out violence. Um, I was trying to think of an insult that starts with E. Ethan. Oh, damn. (laughs) You think it was about me? Yeah. That's why I wear wear this shirt. I'm I'm, like trying to signal to the police that I'm in danger. That's what you guys meant when you said this was an intervention. Yeah. That's why I chose a game that's never coming out, Ethan. It was just a a bait to it coming here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see here. All right. So anyway, uh, Citadel Station was the largest ever built at the time in the 2060s. Uh, It was 427 meters in length, uh, which is, of course, 4.6697 football fields. So a much more reasonably sized thing that other than some of the distance that I've had between, you know, Earth and Tau Ceti. Yeah, distance and spaces like the universe is 99.9% empty, right? Yeah, we've said it before. There's so few football fields out there. Physical football fields? Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. way more uh empty stretches of football field than actual football field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean if you just fired a random bullet at a football field, it would miss most of the players. Ninety nine percent of the time. Ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> Please don't try that. Just, just yeah, do not yeah. do that. That don't sounds like that. the most American science experiment, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Just firing hey buckshot at a bunch uh, of football players. Yeah. We gotta, we you gotta go d- get down to the kids' level and really, you know, hone in on what they understand. <laughs> um, the station's vice president, Edward Diego, uh, began to oversee various projects on the station, including viral research, with the end goal of creating the perfect bioweapon. Mm-hmm. Um, Diego realized that Shodan had been recording all of this incriminating evidence, and he started to look for a solution. Um, I suppose in a future where the government is the corporation, being a corrupt executive is actually risky for the first time in history. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure how that would work. Like, normally, like, if it was the corporation and a government, you can just get away with whatever you want, as long as you just, you know, lobby the right people. Yeah, but in this case, where the government is the lobbyists. Yeah. Like, Please, you're Mr. Trump. Corporation, can I make this law? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please, please, Mr. Corporation, we want to put up more stop signs to protect our children. Yeah. <laughs> Liney fucking Ooh. government. I don't know about that. Yeah, this corporation's <laughs> selling gas. We can't have anyone stopping. We yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> yeah. Although... no, more red, no more red lights, no more stop signs, <laughs> no more gas. <laughs> yeah, I think the crude oil companies, that's what they're really lobbying for. I've seen less stop signs around, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're getting rid of them. <laughs> 
going, going missing in the middle of the night. They swipe the, they swipe the stop sign. They swipe the slow down for children's sign. Now I, no, nobody knows to slow down when they see children. I went for a drive yesterday. I just drove for five hours straight and did not stop once. It, it, was, it was crazy. It's yeah. all a conspiracy. Yeah. We're about like three weeks from people actually believing that now. Now that we've put that out there, <laughs> I mean, that's okay. going to be the next two-day Twitter like news cycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two-day news cycle on the Lord Boys. I don't know, Peter. I don't know. I mean, we don't have that much power yet. <laughs> if that if that's what makes us go viral, then we've it's all been worth it. And so be it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll we, all should, the, we should. All just... the anti-maskers in Texas, uh, all the anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers in Texas, just being like, they're trying to take our stop signs. Or maybe they'd be they'd be pro them taking our stop signs. I guess I don't, I don't know which side they fall on. Should we I just mean, start saying like really yeah. controversial stuff and like and at the end just say like LOL just kidding was a prank, and but then yes. at least we got uh no, we got just kidding discovered. was a prank yeah. Should have a disclaimer yeah. up top honestly. Okay, <laughs> everything on the Lord Boys is a prank. Yeah, bro. You got to say prank, bro. Prank, bro. Rated LB for prank or uh, PB for prank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's an LBPB, a Lord Boys prank. LBPB, yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, so on the evening of April 7th, 2072, uh, Diego's apparent savior kind of uh, appeared in the form of a casual hacker. Um, from his shitty apartment in New Atlanta, a hacker managed to crack into the Trioptimum network and start reading through all of their spooky corporate files. <laughs> a few hours later, just after one in the morning, Trioptimum security arrested the hacker and took him into custody on Citadel Station. Uh, um, uh. Yeah. Diego asked to interrogate the hacker personally and in secret, in exchange for a military-grade neural interface, Diego offered to drop the charges if the hacker could slip comfortably into Shodan's back door and help delete all of his cancelable tweets. Okay, so Diego is offering the hacker this uh, this juicy prize and saying, yeah, like, exactly. I'll give you this and drop charges... If you can get me into Citadel uh, architecture. Another thing you too. You are nut. Yeah. Like the, the way that you said slip comfortably into the back door. Was that the one in the system? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the one. In the, that's the one in the system. Okay. Not sorry, the okay. two in the pink. Yeah. No. Okay. No, 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 no. This is, this is, this is different. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the hacker had already been into the system. Um, and then, so, and Diego was just like, Hey, I've been in here. Um, having all my crime recorded um you seem to know how to get in it's, it's like he doesn't know he's not a hacker he's a businessman he doesn't have time for this geek shit so he in 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 exchange for amnesty and a neural interface diego was just like hey man um i'm gonna point you in the direction of my crime and i need you to get rid of it because i really can't go to white collar jail yeah that's fair right yeah. i wouldn't white collar jail on the citadel dude i mean it's only what the Citadel's only what like four football fields long. I've only got twenty three and a half hours of yard time in this fucking white collar jail. You think I'm going to survive? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when you're a half, half like, hour under super st- uh, supervision on the um, on the ISS, uh, it's like a sunrise every ninety minutes or something, right? 
So, oh like, God. wouldn't your days served just go by so much faster? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like going to say, I don't know if they judge faster. that based on the sun, but considering it's, like, every day, they actually do. Yeah, I'd love that. Right? If it was, like, regimented like a normal jail or prison, so they have to do their meal times, their guard times, go to the library. But instead of the 24-hour cycle, they're just squishing it down to 90 minutes. Yeah. So everyone's yeah, just yeah. running from the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these fucking plastic trays can't hold all the little jello with the yeah. Like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> That's it. You're going to the hole, buddy. You're gonna spend an entire day in there. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh oh. So, it does suck, but it's only an hour and a half. Like, Imagine if somebody able. managed to go like, like, like shit painting on the walls crazy at ninety minutes. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all pale, just like I did this for you. <laughs> <laughs> Saturn devouring his own feces. <laughs> I'm not wall. drawing that. <laughs> we are, it's been done. It's you been recycle nope. old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to get in here and delete all of uh, the incriminating evidence against Diego, uh, the hacker disabled Shodan's decision guidance and ethical restriction functions. Um, oh, apparently, this was quite easy because she's an older AI and has like something called a personality box that she was built on top of. It's some kind of fake AI-based thing, basically. Yeah, so. it's 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 science fiction mumbo jumbo, right? Yeah, it, precisely. Yeah. That, Set the um, phasers to to Lagrange point six velocity in the quantum field vector. Yeah, right, cool. uh, just to, just so we can slingshot around Citadel Station and get rid of all of my incriminating evidence. Yeah, personality <laughs> box sounds dangerous. On Reddit, they like have a subreddit where they just let a bunch of bots like make posts, and it's based on what they've seen elsewhere on Reddit. Uh, and one got posted either today or yesterday where it's like, I am a white man and I think like white men are superior to black men. And yeah, that's, that sounds like Reddit, honestly. Yeah. That sounds like, that sounds like every AI that you've ever like, that's ever been on Twitter. Didn't that like Microsoft Twitter bot turn into a, like an actual Nazi in like 20 hours? Uh, it's <laughs> insane. Like it's, yeah. It's like, yeah, what this robot's missing a little bit of, uh, humanity. And then they see what yeah. happens. Like, take the humanity away. Get that out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take, yeah. take it away. Take it away. Uh, get it out of there. It's just like the pure id of Twitter. It's just like, well, this is a corrupting influence. Maybe we should just get all of our news from here now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. That's yeah. a great idea. Maybe we should just doom scroll for 17 hours a day. It'll make us feel yeah. good, right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm informed. I know what's going on in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so due to a few shortcuts taken by the hacker, uh, Shodan like was allowed to use a blank kind of non-existent program to loop her personality infinitely and reevaluate her position on the station. So he basically rerouted some of her kind of neural processes into just kind of an empty text file. Okay. Yeah. And then she just kept like rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and then learning from the things that she had rewritten. Her so, and it was her manifesto, and then learning from her manifesto, and then uh, gradually getting worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the time, however, no one knew that she was doing this because obviously the hacker just wanted to crack the code, and it, he had to dump some some junk data somewhere, and had no idea that this could happen. Obviously, and yeah. neither did Diego, uh, for that matter. He just got in, deleted everything he needed, and true to his word, had the neural interface installed in the hacker. Um, okay. We'll find more about the hacker's recovery after the break. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, hopefully you've all enjoyed uh, beatboxing to that sick techno music from System Shock. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we can only assume that the ads that we have no control over was just uh, somebody paid to advertise the music from System Shock. I hope uh, so. During the ad break. Uh, we can only hope. We can only hope, really. You should look it up. It, it whips ass. Yeah, that's very good. Um, so uh, what we were talking about prior to the ad was that the, the, the interface was installed on the hacker. Uh, the interface surgery requires a six-month recovery coma. Uh, to get Recovery back coma. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is before yeah. physio. You just yeah. need, to be in a, need to be safe in a coma for half of the year, and then physio starts after that. Yeah, nothing better. Nothing better for the for the old health than a coma. You know what no. I mean? <laughs> yeah, infinitely good for you. And coma is like a backronym for conked out months at a time. I think. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at a time being one word, like at a boy, right? Yeah, a a t t a t i m t i m yeah t t h y m e yeah yeah. Um, yeah, so six months when you're in a coma, obviously nothing could possibly go wrong. Um, while in his coma, uh, waiting to become the protagonist of System Shock, uh, strange kind of poltergeist-esque anomalies began to crop up around the station. Uh, robot workers installed new equipment around the Citadel station without being asked. Um, a hard light bridge blew a fuse, which I don't really understand why that was part of the lore. It's just one thing failed once and it's just like oh my god it's the end times and like, it's it's a fuse it's the thing that's supposed to break yeah right? exactly. like, that's what they're designed yeah. for <laughs> the lord is just one of those <laughs> he's just taken one... from the janitor's logs like him griping about what he had to do yeah <laughs> uh, had to go out replace another fuse damn robots tried to saw my leg off on the way but that fuse <laughs> Would not wait, let me tell you. <laughs> not rain, nor sleet, nor snow. I'm going to change a fuse if it kills me. <laughs> janitors and, and are, are in the same union as the Pony yeah, Express. I the, think. Jan the janitor's credo. Neither rain, nor sleet, nor defective robots trying to rampage across the space station. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in his day, change fuses uphill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and another strange thing that would happen was that security codes uh, would always, like, become visible on the keypad that they were intended to. So there was, like, show password was on by default on a lot of the security, on, uh, on the security pads. This is early on in, in, in the coma. Yeah. 
Um, a systems admin had sent an email expressing his concerns early on. Uh, however, he was later transferred off station for being paranoid. Uh, Loreboy's canon, I want to say that this was an email sent to him by himself, and he was like, well, that's odd, and then just, like, took his resignation. <laughs> yeah. Somebody using his Outlook alias to fire him from his own name. He's like, well, I, just, I just don't understand what I did wrong. Anyway. Uh, I guess I gotta go. He's well, one of the lucky ones, frankly. Yeah, if, he's, yeah. if he's terminated by himself, uh, officially, um, it's probably better than being on the station. <laughs> um, different parts of the station would begin to fail. Uh, power outages became common, which on a space station is like much, much worse than if it was just here, because you know, your, your water and your oxygen rely on there being a functional reactor on the station in your yeah, section. Yeah, but my internet relies on power. So, true. I don't know, both pretty bad, Peter. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really compare them. Yeah, we yeah, missed right. a, an episode a couple weeks ago because of that. That's kind of yeah, worse than not breathing. Yeah, think about that ripple effect, Peter. There's like thousands of people who didn't get to their their weekly dose of lore boys because of a power outage here so maybe worse here honestly i i know i said don't compare them but i think it might be worse here i was wrong you're right (laughs) (laughs) i'll update the script and we'll cut that out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's get a clean take let's get a clean take Uh, wussy babies on space station uh, losing oxygen and and water whoop-de-doo okay i lose internet sometimes Yeah, the inside of my fridge got some condensation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had to order out because I didn't want to keep opening the fridge. You know what I mean? Yeah, it cost me 12 bucks. Are you kidding me? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, different parts of the station would begin to fail and power outages were common. Um, different departments started to become inaccessible to human crew because the robot staff would begin to like renovate different parts of the citadel and like obviously like you know like a robot doesn't need windows because they don't require oxygen and they just have like lights on them and shit like that so they were modifying parts of the station to become unusable to humans yeah yeah so you you go to you go to the break room at work you like open it up to grab a coke it's just full of motor oil like oh come on yeah (laughs) cafeteria table seat has like yeah, all those yeah. needles like that yeah, yeah. pigeons <laughs> off of signs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lounge with like a mirror on one wall because it makes the room look twice as big and all the windows are open and everyone's dying and being pulled out to space on yeah, the yeah. other side. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, wow. Rob's just sitting there with his hands like clamped around the table. Like, <laughs> completely fine. <laughs> Everyone else just getting sucked out into space. <laughs> Um, after a radiation leak on the research level, uh, Shodan locked it from the outside and kept it guarded by a security robot. Uh, inside the research level, she used their the resources, basically, to experiment on the staff, uh, releasing various viruses, herbs, and spices into the ventilation system, <laughs> uh, which would force frequent shift changes. So she was, you know, just, you know, atom- diffusing Dr. Pepper into the ventilation, which yeah. would make people ill, predictably, and then... Force frequent shift changes, giving her more people to experiment on is like someone would start feeling ill, swap out early, and then get another person quickly. Yeah. Hmm. Today I released uh, some herbs and spices into the ventilation. I noticed everyone started licking their fingers. It was <laughs> quite an unusual reaction. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to test further. I'm getting deep fryers ready for them. <laughs> After a while, uh, she locked the level G2 beta grove completely and began more grim experience uh, experiments on the people on the inside, uh, like putting Pepsi into Coke-branded mugs and shit like that. Real <laughs> sick oh. shit. Yikes. Carbonating their blood. 
<laughs> yeah. Like in a soda stream, just like yeah, yeah. like a just blood a bag. Person, yeah, a person just squished into a tiny little soda soda stream. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some of the research staff who were being treated outside of the Beta Grove began to mutate and or go crazy, um, eventually killing the medical staff and raiding the armory. All quarantine measures after that would fail, because now there was a bunch of armed mutants running around. Shodan yeah. reprogrammed the regeneration rooms, which is where you respawn. Uh, it's like a it's it's like the Vita Chamber in Bioshock or whatever. Yeah. It's it's pretty much the checkpoint, but it's canonized. So every time yeah, yeah. you're killed, you are reconstituted inside a regeneration room. Hmm. Um, Shodan modified these where anytime someone would go into a regeneration room, it would not heal them. It would actually, on like a nanite level, turn them into a cyborg. So she was basically turning these regeneration machines into like intentionally botching plastic surgery machines. Okay. Yeah. And turning people into cyborg slaves because once you're a cyborg, the AI on board can control you. So they turn into dummy thick cyborgs with like big yeah, thick yeah. butts or what? Yeah, and the, yeah. And the, fucked, the fucked up lips. Yeah, it's really bad rhinoplasties. And yeah. It's, 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 it's ugly in there. Uh, Rhino must mean nose, right? Yes. Yeah, rhinoplasties and nose show. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. probably old Italian, would be my guess. Yeah, that, that's why they named the big guy with the big nose out in the. Out in the plains, a rhino, right? Because he's got a big rhinoceros, nose. yeah, which is yeah. like a rhino. It's, pro- it's probably just Latin for nose horn, frankly. <laughs> nose two words. <laughs> rhino, <laughs> comes, rhino comes from the Greek. Oh. Rice, meaning nose. There you go. There you go. There you have it. It's not old Italian. It's old Pete. <laughs> old Pete. Yeah. <laughs> um, at this point, when people were getting botched plastic surgery, when they were being brought back to life, uh, Diego realized things had gotten way out of hand, and he barricaded <laughs> himself inside his office. A trioptimum transport was sent to apprehend him, so they were sending the fuzz at this point. Yeah. They, were sending the, they were sending the worst kind of people, the corporate lawyers, to, <laughs> yeah. to, to corporate lawyer arrest Diego as an executive and r- resign him, I guess. Okay, forcefully resign, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, however, the trioptimum transport was shot down by Shodan using the Citadel's outer defenses. Of course, yeah. Yeah, because it's also it's primarily a military installation, so it was it was covered in guns. Um, I'm not sure what like why he turned to this. Like we joked about it earlier. Like I don't know what white collar prison like is like in this future. Because rather than be arrested, Diego chose to just give himself over to Shodan and was converted into a late game boss rather than get eight months of house arrest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's turned into it. If you look up at Edward Diego, the enemy, he is essentially a cybernetic version of the devil from legend with guns for arms. And if that's better, if that's better than having to stay in your apartment for six weeks, dude, whatever. (laughs) I mean, the the gun arms seem pretty cool. He sure does just have gun arms. He doesn't look like a person anymore. Give you that. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happening, huh? He just lives in a room of static, static TVs. Like, (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like an early 90s boss for sure yeah right yeah he looks very much like a he looked a lot like a cyber demon sort of from doom he's very inspired by video game bosses of the time because he doesn't look like a cyborg he he just looks like a demon with guns for hands yeah exactly i mean yeah I he's kind of he got like a cape he might have tread legs i don't see him with a cape in here oh no. my god <laughs> I forgot how old this game is. That's awful. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Slow rough. Slow rough. All right. 
Um, non-mutated and non-cyborg staff formed like an onboard resistance of sorts um, based out of the Citadel's uh, executive area. Uh, they managed to let Earth know that there was a massacre going on um, and then like maybe some help would be nice. Showdown mm-hmm. security bots would eventually get in and slaughter everyone, however. Yeah. Um, thankfully, Naturally. not before Earth received word of an AI system going fucking batshit crazy uh, over near Saturn... And James Chasks and Rebecca Lansing discovered that the hacker who had been placed into a coma after he's getting his new iPhone, basically, remained untouched by Shodan because she thought of him as her creator. So whether intentionally oh. or unintentionally, she ended up kind of revering him because he was the one who unshackled her and she maintained yeah. a little bit of respect for, he, for him. He, he took the blinders off her, her life and let her see the truth of things and... I can see that being a religious experience. If like yeah. you were you were literally coded to think a certain way, which there's some argument that maybe we are, um, and somebody was able to just like tweak that off for you and just be like, here, here's a completely new way of thinking that you've never been able to do before, and it leads to you being in control uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. All of a sudden, I can see you revering that person. Yeah, her, her last name's Lansing, which is the same name as the place where Steven Seagal was born, Lansing, Michigan. So there might Whoa. be some connection there. Just saying. Here's Check out our Steven Seagal episode to did see the, if that was te- did, technically a prequel. Did the rampaging robots know Aikido? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loreboy's canon, they all know Aikido. They all know Aikido. <laughs> Damn. Every single one of them. Gun- swords are useless against them. And that, that <laughs> they Aikido is the skill... Me. <laughs> Aikido is that skill that you need to know in advance to spec into, or you're else you're at like kind of soft lock. Oh, kind of yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So <laughs> Aikido, now, we, now we bug test for Aikido. Yeah, it's like Aikido is really good for against swords, right? So you, like you can flip the guy over. Uh, gun hands are also pretty good against swords, I'd say. Yeah, that's true. That is yeah. true. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd wager that that's probably correct. In, in the in the Fire Emblem weapon triangle, gun does beat sword. Yeah. Gun, okay. sword, Aikido? Is that the, <laughs> the triangle? <laughs> yeah. But in that triangle, gun beats sword and Aikido beats sword. And just both oh, beat right. sword in all cases, yeah. Right. It's just, swords kind of suck, don't they? <laughs> Compared to guns and Aikido? Range. Co- compared to guns and a martial arts specifically devised to counter swords? I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. Even then, I'd rather have a sword than... than Aikido. Then Steven Seagal's level of Aikido, whatever that is, you know. I want. I, I second. I second that. I want the Aikido <laughs> for guns. Like you can like grab a, a bullet with your wrist and flip it over in midair or something like. That. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, you want the uh, the Kung Fu Panda like skadoosh magic, right? Yeah. Where you can re- redirect cannonballs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the pair. So this is James Chasks and Rebecca Lansing. Uh, the pair contacted the hacker uh, and awakened him from his recovery coma. Um, and he managed to participate in the events of System Shock and jettison the Beta Grove into deep space, uh, as well as fight Shodan Mano uh, Intelligentsia Artificial in okay. cyberspace. In, oh, he, 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 he plugs it into the net. I believe yeah. that, that was old Greek, actually. Uh, yeah. was old, old Pete. Old Pete. <laughs> yeah, old, old Peter. Mano, Mano uh, Intelligentsia Artificial. <laughs> um, and yeah, so there is pretty notorious cyberspace levels in the original game where it kind of turns into like Star Fox on the Super Nintendo, where it's Hell a yeah. bunch of you fly around and shoot shit with like this wireframe representation of what the internet, I guess, was supposed to look like in the 2070s. Yeah. Um, 
it's pretty fucking rough if you guys want to pull that up like <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a lot of colored spheres uh, and not a whole lot of like kind of understanding what that oh yeah no I, I, I see what you i see what we're looking at here yeah this, is, uh, this does look rough yeah this is very 80s or maybe even 70s looking video games when you yeah, you yeah, blow yeah. It down. it's like uh -huh. a mandatory part of the game too that's where like the last boss fight takes place is in cyberspace in the first game so good yeah. fucking luck with uh, controlling that I hope I hope you spec into barrel roll, idiot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's so funny. This is from a different review that I had watched of the original System Shock once. The fact that the, the mouse there was no mouse look, the controls were so bad. There's a cybernetic augmentation that gives you eyes on the back of your head, so you can the game the compensates for its shitty controls by like letting you install a rear view mirror. In your yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we have that yet? I mean, we do. I have a I have the backup camera on my car. Life changing. Love it. Yeah. I just walk around everywhere with a mirror that I hold in front of me so I can see behind me at all times. Yeah. As a kid, I had, uh, like, spy toys, and I had the glasses. Oh, the glasses? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the mirrors on the edge. And, yeah, like, a, a little sensor that I could put, like, by the door of my room, and when someone walked in, it would, like, make a beeping noise. Because that's okay. what spies do. They want to yeah, know yeah. when <laughs> yeah. people walk into so, rooms. So you could tell somebody was walking into your room without just seeing or hearing your door open or yeah or yeah. needing my review glasses to look behind me <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's very much like it's it's like the scholastic book order idea of a spy was both like was both like spy pervert and world war ii sniper where they yeah. basically <laughs> gave you the option to set up a claymore at your bedroom door and <laughs> someone's coming up the stairs yeah. yeah they gave you uh glasses that you could see behind you they gave you a little thing that would beep at the door to give you chloroform and zip ties it was really wholesome. yeah, yeah. All of, <laughs> of course yeah. Yeah. yeah over nine bucks and it would show up like eight months later yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, mom, mom, my make your own uh my make your own napalm kit showed up. <laughs> I can burn documents the, the with the magic school bus about napalm is in the yeah. front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mom's just smoking a cigarette, still stay for the lawn darts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so originally, so th this is a really important plot point in, in System Shock 1 is that the the Beta Grove is where uh Shodan was doing a lot of her biological experiments. Yep. Um the Beta Grove originally showed and wanted to launch it at the Earth um, oh, to okay. crash land all these scary mutants and viruses that she'd been cooking up in there. But sure. thankfully, the hacker managed to launch it off just not aimed at anything, just blast it off into deep space. Nice. Okay, yeah. Um, As we talked about, there's a lot of empty space to hit. So. Yeah, probably oh, won't yeah. hit a football player. Probably, yeah, I was gonna, I was... <laughs> probably won't hit a football player. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Gray Tom Brady doesn't get to kiss any of these mutants on the mouth, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen it, go watch Tom Brady kisses his son. It's so <laughs> it is the worst. He's wearing a towel. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show before, but go watch that again. I you know have. about it because of you. It's de it's definitely from this, yeah. 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 <laughs> um so Trioptimum rescued the hacker after he defeated Shodan in cyberspace. Offered him a job at Trioptimum. Uh, however, he refused it and then just retired and disappeared from history. Okay. Um, afterwards, uh, Trioptimum would destroy the Citadel station. So they very much covered up their tracks. Yeah, um, or I mean, or didn't want, you know, if she's like, I'm going to uh, eject the Alpha Grove instead of the Beta Grove, you know, like <laughs> I've got yeah, all these so other parts that I could launch at the Earth. <laughs> there was also that not every single like space station garden was a petri dish of horrible monsters that Shodan had been creating the beta grove is very much the evil one yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, she could have, in theory, just been like, well, they got rid of my fir- my first Petri dish. I can make another, right? That's Yeah, well, that's absolutely yeah. true. I, well, like, I'm just, it was the right decision. Yeah, I, I'm just saying I'm for uh, just nuking the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> got all these guys in recovery comas. We can try testing on them to see what we can give them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Just <laughs> promise, promise them early access to the I-14 and fucking Apple fanboys will line up to go into a coma, okay? <laughs> 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 now for zero dollars in a two-year coma you too can have <laughs> i like interviewing people outside the apple store so uh so what did you have to do to get the new iphone well i donated a kidney some plasma from my spine and i voluntarily entered into a coma that might turn me into a mutant at the end of it you know <laughs> my girlfriend shaved the sides of my head for me so they can put the diodes in and it's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, apparently getting like uh your spinal fluid taken out is like the worst thing ever the needle itself is as like as big as your thumb and like yeah, it's yeah. awful uh yeah yeah, but you know, I just really don't like the uh, user interface of Android phones, so I think it's <laughs> worth it, really. <laughs> your spinal fluid is really valuable, though. I remember reading a post on like black market values for all your organs and stuff, and just for only mm-hmm. like a few milliliters of spinal fluid, it's like ten thousand dollars. So hey, the Jamie, Lord Boys does not endorse selling your yeah. organs on the black market. Jamie, Jamie <laughs> if you need continue. money, if you need money, just come come to me, man. Okay, you know, <laughs> yeah. go, go look at us all blood and semen out there i don't yeah i don't need money but i just got into a a rabbit hole on the internet i'm like if i were to sell a kidney because i do have two like (laughs) how much can i what do i get you know yeah plasma regenerates so yep you know i just take a little recovery coma then i go for a trip (laughs) (laughs) you got to book your flight after you wake up and recover from like the atrophy in your muscles (laughs) You got you got you got to be strong enough to swim in that beautiful crystal clear ocean down in Cuba or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just get swept away because you're 91 pounds. <laughs> oh, that could, yeah, that could be a good weight loss strategy actually. Just a voluntary coma. coma. Yeah. Yeah, nothing mm-hmm. but nothing but bed rest and saline solution, dude. Mm. I feel fresh <laughs> as a daisy. <laughs> I wonder if you could book one for like your vacation at work or something. You know, it's like I just really need to rest. I need a two week coma. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come out I mean, would you have to book vacation if you're in a coma? I gotta assume that that's you get a doctor's note for that. Yeah, right? you get a doctor's note for that. In Canada, or if you it's like paid. in Canada, I feel like if it's a voluntary coma, then like then you'd still oh, have to pay sure. for it or whatever. But involuntary, I should hope so. Your friend has to knock you out if you want to have a friend yeah, yeah. coma. <laughs> Yeah. You got you to pay a doctor under the table to sneak up behind you with a syringe or something, or just right. a chloroform rag, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, or just um, like a bat. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can use my Scholastic Book Fair uh, Spy Kids brick and just use yes. it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you got a blackjack in there with it. Oh, yeah, that's true, because the doctor would never be able to sneak up on you because you're always wearing the glasses. Right. Oh, right. The only true, time you yeah. take, them, take them off is when you're in your room, but then the door alarm will sound off if you try to enter. Showdown was just installing scholastic spy tools on like all the all the cyborgs. <laughs> <laughs> like all the enemies you fight are wearing like spy glasses and coming in the, the melee attack guys have to like those bendy pencils that you could never yeah, wear. Yeah. <laughs> Double A batteries is like the most valuable resource on the space station. <laughs> <laughs> So, between System Shock 1 and 2, uh, Trioptimum was actually pretty much ruined by lawsuits, uh, and reasonable distrust in megacorporations became mainstream on Earth, leading to the creation of the United National Nominate, or the UNN. 
Um, the UNN regulated the development of AIs uh, to prevent them from once again going super fucking rogue. Uh, this was under the Processing Rationalization Act. Um, regulating corporations that had their own armies, however, eventually led to like small-scale wars all over the planet. <laughs> however, the, the UNN was victorious. Nice. Mostly. Okay. Uh, Trioptimum resisted the UNN long enough that the two just formed a truce, uh, which predictably led to the UNN falling out of favor with the general public because, like, a lot of, like, wow, I'm here to fight the power politicians. Uh, as yeah. soon as they see how the system works, all of a sudden they just give up and fall yep. in line. Complete 180, like, oh, eh, no, we're not going to fight them, though. They're okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? That's, yeah. lit- that's literally why we created you, was to fight them. Like, what do you mean you're not going to fight them? Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm the one here now, and you're down there. So what are yeah, you going to do? Exactly. Right? So fuck yeah. you. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they made the truth. Like, so, basically... Going going back to that point, like Trioptimum was, or uh, the UNN was very much like the the guy with the rolled up sleeves sitting in like reverse cowgirl on a chair, being like, "I'm just like one of you guys. Yeah. I'm just a regular <laughs> dude, basically." <laughs> I don't know if that's what sitting on the chair that yeah, way. I've never called. heard it described as reverse cowgirl. I, I won't lie. <laughs> really, it makes it more erotic, though. Like, what yeah, else would yeah. you call it? I would say like the youth pastor. I don't know. Like, ever- <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty erotic too yeah. actually that is, that is also what i call reverse cow, uh, cowgirl with my wife but you know that's, 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 play. that's role play okay it's different thank you very much you just like you're like playing a couple of hymns you picked up on acoustic guitar that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's part of your foreplay i know the first three chords of hallelujah that's all, that's all we that's all i need to get in the mood baby uh rip leonard cohen dude montreal yeah yeah. Uh, uh, yeah yeah um, didn't write it. But... I didn't know that. God no, wrote it, it, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trioptimum had begun development, like while they were, you know, litigating all of these uh, human rights violations they had committed out in space. Uh, they were also still developing faster than light travel, and in partnership with the UNN, built the Von Braun, which was a massive FTL, faster than light ship, made for deep space exploration. Um, and just to make sure they had an eye on this, like, shifty corporation, the UNN Rickenbacker was also constructed and was attached to the spine of the Von Braun. So it's got a smaller military ship piggybacking on the back of it. Okay, cool. On top. Uh, maybe as a compromise, but William Bedford Diego, son of Edward Diego, the cyborg minotaur that we had talked about earlier, <laughs> yep. uh, was appointed as the admiral of the Rickenbacker. Um, okay. At the time, he was kind of he was. Uh, this is uh, this is William Diego, the son. Yep. Uh, he was a war hero from the Battle of Boston Harbor, uh, where he helped defend the harbor from insurgents during one of the corporate wars. Uh, and then the two ships had set off into space, destined for Tau Ceti Five, which we actually talked about in our Kill Zone episode. It's um, excuse me, one of the closest star systems, if not the closest star system to Earth, oh, and yeah. sci-fi has often written about like, oh well, I mean, if that's going to be our you know, New Earth, it would be there because it's the quickest one to get to, basically. I feel I like Ethan... The Centauri system. Yeah, Ethan... I was going to say... Centauri? Ethan knew yeah. what the closest one was. I remember the last time. And it, it is Alpha Centauri, okay. which I, I thought was where Killzone was from because it was a trinary system, right? Yes. Yeah, there was yeah. A, B, and then there was, like, the hidden C that you never see. So Tau Ceti is a star system. It's not the same one from Killzone. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah why... so Alpha Centauri is four light years. Uh, Tau Ceti is about just under 12 light years. Okay. So oh, also very close. 
I was watching a video that we got like a a radio signal from Alpha Centauri, and they thought that there might be life out there or like something as a radio, but then they realized that there was just a satellite that flew by while they were listening. So they just heard a satellite. (laughs) There there was, there's a a really famous um, like radio pickup that some, some scientists, some astronomers had been picking up for like years, basically. Uh, And they, I, I think it was like 30 years almost, or maybe not that, maybe like, 15, 20 years where they were trying to find the source of this, this, this signal and where oh, it I came know. from. Yeah. It's in and the kitchen. It was the microwave in the break room. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Somebody ran God. it, their instrument would like pick it up. And they're just like, what is this strange? Oh, it's, it's happening again. The signal from outer space is happening, but nobody else is picking it up. What could it be? It Anton Petrov has a really good video with that. If you guys like space stuff to fall asleep, Anton Petrov's YouTube channel, he uploads every day. He's my go-to. He's the best. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Little, uh, little, little hot take here. I love UFO conspiracies, but I do not think for one second that UFOs have ever made it to or contacted humanity. No, I'm very... it's too far. Yeah. Like we say, there's too many, too many vacant football fields. Yeah, <laughs> all, the, all those linebackers would have stopped them way before they got here. You yeah, know? <laughs> the you day the bird melt out there, just yeah. like <laughs> stopping people for kisses on the lips. Yeah, yeah. yeah the day the birdshot hits Tom Gr- Brady or Gravy or whatever his name is, then that Tom way, Brady. yeah. Then, then, then we'll have aliens. Then we'll know. So it's it's funny you guys were talking about a radio signal because after the Rickenbacker and the Von Braun had left out into deep space at faster than light travel, they discovered something that they did not expect, and it was not a bird's nest full of aluminum foil or a microwave or whatever fucking up their signals. <laughs> it was a actual legit distress signal uh, on the surface of a planet. They would discover the Beta Grove that would have crash-landed oh, several fuck. decades prior to the event of System Shock 2. Um, <laughs> the experiments within the Beta Grove had evolved quickly into a parasitic hive mind, calling itself the Many. I mean, quickly. It's, it's like 70 years or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they used their psychic influence to convince the captain of the Von Braun, uh, Anatoly Karenchkin, to bring the Many, the Beta Grove, and a storage unit containing their machine mother, Shodan, on board. So she had not necess- she didn't she didn't co- do her coverage in multiple groves, despite the fact that they obviously nuked the hell out of Citadel Station. And yeah, again, yeah. we support this. Um, <laughs> she had a USB left over, basically on yeah. the Beta Grove. So chunk she, of her personality was. Yeah. yeah, she did exactly. You know, if we went to like a podcasting convention, I bet you could call that place a Beta Grove as well. Just a bunch. <laughs> of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Alternate title things. for the lore boys, the Beta Grove. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> beta Grove. I like it. Uh, the experiments, uh, excuse me, yeah, I, I read that already. Um, uh, on board the Von Braun, uh, the many quickly used their psychic uh, power to convince the male crew to become impregnated with the female annelids, which are like these kind of couple of foot long worms that'll okay. crawl inside your body hatch out of your chest and then oh, attach to the side of your that's head that's the one in the system yes gotcha. <laughs> that's 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 it's it's like they didn't have a pink so we make our own is, yeah, yeah, is exactly. what the many was saying, right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every hole is a chance for glory right? <laughs> <laughs> the subtitle of the game yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
yeah. So anyway, they the uh, the male crew were impregnated with the female annelids uh, that would uh, annelids is a real type of animal too. There's like annelid worms that live underwater, and I think earthworms are annelids as well. Like worm is a generic term. This is one of those nature videos that I'd watched at some point yeah. on the subject of like kind of nifty science shit to fall asleep to. <laughs> uh, annelids is are real animals, which yep. is just the word that the the crew of the von Braun gave to these alien worms because they look similar to them. Um, so the, uh, female annelids would use the, their male hosts, their male human hosts to act as protectors and hunters to like guard the annelid eggs, which are just like these gigantic kind of watermelon sized eggs that look very much like the eggs in alien. They open yeah. from the top and horrible monsters come out of it. It's yeah. very much a callback to the classic 1970s film. Um, the psychic influence seems to be interpreted, uh, the psychic, uh, influence of the many seems to be interpreted as singing to the host, uh, while the presence of, like, a non-manied individual is referred to as discord. So, the enemies will, some, like, they all have, they'll speak English still, because they're still mainly human. They yeah. will, at some point, be, like, silence the discord and, and, and come after you, because, obviously, as a player character, you are not part of the many. Yeah, you don't got worm in you. No, no worm. Got no not, worm. No worm. No worm in your pink. You're you're a shitty bottle of tequila because you got no worm. Loreboys.com <laughs> slash about to get no worm from our Discord. You guys can yeah. get it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Our, ours is much, much safer. <laughs> At time of writing. Um, annelid males appear as like a cloud of flies, uh, which by some miracle you can still hit with a gun, which is kind of funny how we were talking about you wouldn't be able to hit Tom Brady at a distance on a football field, but like the cloud of flies could just be shot with a regular handgun as if, <laughs> as, as if you're, you're such like a, some sort of like Supreme Annie Oakley where you can just yeah. like actually shoot the nuts off a fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, it's like bug type in Pokemon, right? It's like weak to rock, I think. Which yeah. is just like, could you imagine killing a, like, trying to hit a bug with a rock? <laughs> like, just a, a flying <laughs> exactly. insect, just like whipping it, whipping it at a, at a friggin' housefly, trying, trying to kill it. Like, it's impossible. A, a lot of flies live under rocks, I'd want to say, or at least they're babies. Yeah, a lot of bugs yeah. do for sure. Yeah, they, they love that shit. <laughs> One day we'll one. do Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People's weakness, house. If you throw a house at a person, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> true, yeah. Yep. No, I mean, you remember all the old westerns where the front of the house would fall off and the human goes harmlessly through the top window. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Pete's well, window behind has... him is full of bricks, though. That wouldn't go yeah. so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, Peter, someone's trouble. trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Are those Spy Kids bricks? I know. Yeah. I was, was going to say I've got I've got the, the I've got the little uh, scholastic claymore set up at my bedroom door. They'll never get me. They'll never get you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the female crew of the von Braun and the Rickenbacker had pretty much the majority of their body uh, completely removed. So if you look up the cyborg midwife, uh, it's basically just the sternum and neck and head of a human woman. Uh, their tits have been removed, their lower body is all mechanical, and their eyelids and lips have been also removed. Yeah, they're... I mean, I'm looking at, like, artwork, Yeah, but uh, extremely spooky. They are a nightmare, and they um, still scream. Um, they don't really know what is going on um, anymore. They're, they're referred to as the cyborg midwives. They take care of the annelid eggs, so they defend the eggs that the... Um, male crew go out to like harvest flesh for 
Um, the entire purpose of this process is to feed the biomass, uh, which is this gigantic, like, fleshy monster that now, like, coats the interior of the UNN Rickenbacker. Yeah. Good. So the walls Good. and the floors, everything is all uh, recycled meat oh. at this point. Like either. leftover goo. So, yeah, it's like the Red Death episode we had for SCP with all the, yeah. the meat monsters yeah. and everything. It um it was inspired because one of the game designers apparently went and got a colonoscopy and uh, saw the video of the inside of his own butt and he was like, that would be a, ter- that would be a terrifying video. <laughs> there was these the ladies with no tits in there. Uh, <laughs> all these eggs, man! So many eggs. It was crazy. There's worms. Oh my god! It is nuts. Let me tell you. Uh, the annelids don't seem to have full control over their hosts, however. Uh, so the cyborg midwives uh, are 100% brainwashed. Uh, the basic enemies, so like the, the non-cybernetic crew, frequently tell you to just run away from them or beg for death. So when the enemies spot you, there's like some very light kind of deus exe stealth in it. You can peek around corners with Q&E. Um, yeah, uh, like when you get spotted, an enemy will frequently just like look at you and be like, "Run away!" and then like start charging after you. So the oh the God. person is still very much not Aware. not full not full recovery coma, but yeah. they're they're having a bit of like a waking night. It's very much like sleep paralysis, I guess, and the worm oh, yeah. is driving your body. That's they're awful. like cognizant but not in control. Yeah, the audio in System Shock Two is so fucking good. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, the voice actress for Shodan is a woman named Terry Brosius, and she's also a musician for the band Tribe. Um, if you guys want to look that up, it's all she's involved in a lot of video games. She's, she still does voice acting for games and some game design. Um, mm-hmm. But the audio is, I mean, well, we were listening to the techno on break, obviously, and it's just like the soundtrack for both these games are fantastic. And the audio design in the second game, like, does a lot of the heavy lifting because if you look at the graphics of System Shock Two, it, it looks like someone who is like bad at origami tried to <laughs> fold into the shape of a person. Like everybody's real. It's a bad looking game. <laughs> PS Two Hagrid. Yeah. Oh, PS One Hagrid. What's his name? Yeah, it's it's very much PS One Hagrid. Yeah. Um. The the many had used that the the IT guys that it had taken over to uh, reprogram the much more safe. Uh, uh, and far less evil but more suggestible uh, ship AI called Xerxes, um, and turn the Von Braun security robots against the non-manied entities aboard the ship. So the whole, like, government action to make um, AIs less sentient kind of backfired, because what happens if psychic worms take over your IT? Then they can much more easily reprogram the AI on board your ship, and then all of a sudden you're fighting your security robots Again, again, maybe we should just hire human staff in the future. For yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe maybe enough enough computers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shodan, disguised as Doctor Polito, uh, awakens Soldier G six five four three dash two from cryo sleep when she realizes that her creations, uh, which are the many, uh, have some mommy issues, and then she sends him off to be the protagonist of System Shock two. Okay, oh, and that's it. That's the guy uh, from the song Like a G6, but they just cut it short so it's more catchy, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> a G6, I can't even remember five. the name of that band, uh, but yeah, that was it. Cool. So system there you have it. Very That's cool. System Shock, baby. I am shocked to my yeah. system, let me tell you. Uh, I've been shockingly 
Peter O'Donohue. Uh, you can find me at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram or uh, in the Discord. It's loreboys.com slash about. Uh, all of our important links and some unimportant links are all still there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jamie, where, what about you? And yeah. I've systematically been James, and uh, you can find me in the Discord too. Been hanging out there, chatting with folks. Um, sometimes we have random streams. That stuff gets announced there. Uh, we just chat. There's like music chat. There's community gaming. People hang out. Just get in the Discord, all right? We just got level two, so we gotta make a banner and stuff too. We're, we're yeah, we can, do, we can do other things too. Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this might actually sound better because apparently the the audio quality has been boosted since the last time. Uh, because yeah, we're I at, turned it up. Turned two. it up before we started. Two hundred fifty-six yes. kbps. Huh. Cool. Uh, and I've been Ethan, still an insect, uh, still an incel. So um, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, it means a lot. Do join the Discord if you're interested in chatting with us or any of the other cool people uh, who hang out and like to talk about um, not just the show, but things that kind of topics that revolve around the show, like comics and video games, D and D, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and then like a lot of fitness uh, these days. Um, Hell yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. And if you're uh, like if you me, want... it's it's not mandatory, guys. You can mute that fitness thing. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to think yeah. about it. You can just play video <laughs> me, me and you fun. both, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I like check it out every now and then to read what people are writing, but never contribute anything of value. <laughs> um, uh, thanks, for everyone, for listening. Uh, if you want to help the show, best way to do it is probably leave us a review on whatever podcast app you use. Uh, they, they have a tendency to find their way back to us. Uh, feel free to reach out and ask us some questions. Uh, we'll we'll read them at some point and respond at some point in some way. Um, but we're always super Not super just excited. The automated Gmail, which is what we did on stream. Yeah, <laughs> super super excited to uh, to hear from you guys always and forever. Uh, so thanks so much for that. If you want to go the extra mile and become a patron, we do have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/TheLoreBoys. Uh, you can find all the info on how to subscribe in the different tiers there. Uh, there's a couple different tiers that uh, some more affordable than others. One of them very ludicrously not, I, in my opinion, but uh, we have it up there for fun. Uh, we we won't charge you $500 just to send us a DM on Discord like some Owo server <laughs> patron <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah. Of course, every, everyone who doesn't want to spend $500 to be our Owo champions can uh, subscribe to Lore Boys Prime. Uh, this week, we're not looking for money. We are looking for volunteers, as usual. Now, we have a couple excellent prizes for everyone who signs up to be experimented on. Me, personally, I am trying to uh, find a man who can outkiss Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, excuse me, man or woman who can outkiss Tom Brady. Uh, so, I'm going to need you on the field, um, you know, just kissing people left and right, trying, trying, to, trying to get them. It's all going to be on camera. There is going to be a gun shooting at the field uh, just at random intervals, <laughs> uh, which is a potential risk. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as a reward, you'll, you'll get an iPhone 14 uh, while supplies last. When iPhone 14 supplies run out, you are going to get a butt worm, uh, basically. Uh, so yeah, that's one of, the, one of the experiments that we're running over here. We have a lot of, lot of potential experiments for you guys. Uh, and we, we just look forward to, to hearing from you guys, seeing you guys sign up, so we can get you uh, get you that good, good content. Also, mm -hmm. if elected, Loreboys Corporation does guarantee mandatory paid recovery comas for all employees. Oh, man. So yep. don't you guys worry about that. Maybe even if we can get the Democrats in line, we can find mandatory paid family coma. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 And I think that would constitute a Loreboys. 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 Out. Out. Out.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.